Welcome all you Plus Two modifiers to another episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, TV's Noah Houlihan. Thank you so much for joining us for another magical episode. And before we get to our fantastic guest, the magical Chad Jeros, I need to tell you about our upcoming shows. If you want to do something this Thursday, yes, this very Thursday, February 27th, Come down to Jester's Playhouse at 10 p.m. for the Character Select Showcase 2. It's just plus $2 and features me and my cohort, Mr. Will Liam, hosting three fantastic comics. Check out From the Tap Room, Steve and Brian, From the Rail and the Plus Two Comedy Podcast, Chris Labrizi, and the creator of Evil Inc., a popular comic and a past guest of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast, Brad Geiger. That's all going down on February 27th at Jester's Playhouse. That's 545 Tilton Road in Northfield, New Jersey. Tickets are just plus $2. Now, if you just want to see me, you can come see me at the Crazy Cow Comedy Club on Friday, February 28th or March 1st. That's a Saturday. The Crazy Cow Comedy Club is above Galley's Crazy Cow Creamery, a lot of alliteration here, at 4414 Main Street in Maniunk, PA. It's going to be fantastic, and it's in an ice cream parlor, and it's BYOB. So come check that out. Show starts at 9 o'clock. Tickets are just $10 at the Crazy Cow Comedy Club in Maniunk, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Now, if you want to see a full Plus Two Comedy convention show, then I recommend you check out The Twisted World Presents Villains and Vixens, a 3D multi-genre con. It'll feature all the members of Plus Two Comedy doing a variety of things. The schedule's not out yet, but we're doing a lot of great things, so be sure to check that out. It's a Plus 18 event, so make sure you have your IDs. It has music, art, performances, writers, film, panels, demos, vending, and a dungeon. Should be pretty interesting. If you want to check that out, uh, check out thetwistedworld.com, and you can see Plus Two Comedy there, along with the Dead Milkmen, the Young Werewolves, and the White Elephant Burlesque Society. They're good folks, so be sure to come check that out at The Twisted World Presents Villains and Vixens. That's at the Doubletree Hilton in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Valley Ford, PA. And before we get to our fantastic guest, I have to tell you about our sponsor. It's a new one, so be sure to listen to this one. It's brought to you by Chad. It's Captivatum.com. That's Captivate E-M. So Captivatum.com. It is a new entertainment sort for all the different types of entertainment. If you need magic, if you need a game show, if you need hypnotists, if you need plus two comedy, you can book them through Captivatum.com. Captivatum.com is the new entertainment marketing source for anything that you need for your events, for your college, or, you know, just want someone to hang out with. We can do that too. Magic motivational speaking, mentalism, hard for me to say, hypnotism, juggling, plus two comedy. Be sure to check check that out, captivatum.com. We hope to see you soon. 
And now, without any further ado, we have a fantastic guest. His name is Chad Juros. He is very magical, and he's going to break your heart about Star Wars. So, take us away, Kirby Crackle. We're on the road. Who's ready for a podcast? Who's here to do other things that is currently being annoyed by a podcast? Yeah. Like watching the opening ceremonies for the Olympics. I feel like they came prepared. I'm just going to come and boo this this podcast. Uh, We are here at Jester's Playhouse 545 Tilton Road in Northfield, New Jersey. I'm your host, TV's Noah, and I am joined by the Green Arrow to my Justice League, Mr. Will Liam. That's not even... Yeah, Green Arrow is awesome. Thank you, Noah. You're Thank welcome. You. They're not all insulting. <laughs> well, sometimes they're like But your show's terrible. And our guest this week is the magical Chad Juros. What's going up, Chad? Woohoo! What's going on? How Get are you guys? Chad. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm giving up for myself. Yeah. Uh, Chad is also the founder of Captivatum.com, which is a new uh, website for booking... All sorts of is, fantastic talent. Is it Captivate Um? Well, actually, it's Captivate Entertainment Marketing. And the EM, you know, is I know short, I'm a so big yeah. fan of apostrophe EM in place of them. Yes. So I like that it's, capti- so it's Captivate Um. Ca- captivate Um is the name of the company. Nice. Like .com it. is the website, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm really the founder of Captivate Um. And we happen to have a website called <laughs> CaptivateEm.com. I don't know why that was so hard to explain, but it was very difficult. I didn't think it was that difficult. Reason. So, so what what other talent do you have on the uh, the old website? On the website? Oh, so what other services do we provide? Yes, lovely question. Am I making it this more difficult? Wait, thank than... you, Chad. Yeah, yeah. You're talking real weird. You're making me blush. <laughs> okay, so we are a uh, a full service entertainment company. Basically, Ooh, yeah. we offer magicians, mm. mentalists, hypnotists, comedians, jugglers. Uh, DJs. Are those all one guy? No. All <laughs> different. You guys are actually part of the comedian group. Wait, what? Yes. That's right. Did you, you didn't even know this? No. no this is what? News. Big news. Big news. <laughs> Plus two comedy right here is part of Captivatum's team of comedy. Yeah, that's um, right. This whole podcast is going to be a commercial. Woohoo. <laughs> yes. Book now. You get a discount. All right. Let's we talk. didn't agree to that. Yeah. No, yeah, no. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna take that money when we get there. Okay, right. I don't care what Chad said. We need another fifty dollars. But Chad, let's talk about you before we get into the company. Okay. You are a fantastic magician, correct? Um, Did you say it like I, that? I don't know. If Chad's you say so, weird. And all right, we're all gonna talk weird. If you think I am a pretty good magician, I, I do. For illusionist? No, I'm not an illusionist. You're not. Is there a difference? There is a difference. Huh? So oh. I didn't know that. Yes. And we've already had another magician on here. Yeah. What? And I still don't. Wait, know the what? Difference. Yeah. Who was the other magician? Uh, we we had Rudy. Oh, Rudy, Rudy. Rudy. Yes, I remember Rudy from it high school. Was the AC's premiere comic? That thing he didn't want us to call him. Yeah, we called him something just because he told us not to. But uh, <laughs> Chad, we're here to talk to you. Yes. Yeah. All right. That's all right. Rudy's if you a cool talk guy. About Rudy you can listen to that podcast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but. Uh, 
How did you get into magic? Because it's an interesting uh, story from what I remember. Yes. It's a long story, though. How long do we have? Uh, tell the tell the five-minute version. Oh, uh, the five-minute version. <laughs> All right. Very uh, brief description of the story. Um, I got started in the magic when I was actually very sick in the hospital. I'm actually a two-time cancer survivor. And when I was sick in the hospital, my dad taught me how to do magic as a way of focusing on the positive. Um, I was diagnosed when I was three, and I relapsed when I was seven. Uh, when I was three, my dad just kind of showed me magic as a way of, you know, just getting my mind focused away from all the negative things that were going on around me in the hospital. And then when I relapsed at the age of seven, I was kind of old enough to learn how to do magic. So my dad closed his dental office right here in Northfield, New Jersey. And, uh, and what happened was he closed his dental office every Tuesday night. He came up to the hospital and he taught me a new magic trick. I had to live at Children's Hospital of Philadelphia for over 17 months straight. Nice. So during that time in the hospital, my dad taught me magic. Um, and after the 17 months went by, I had a whole arsenal of tricks. Um, a whole little magic show, I guess you could say. I performed for my nurses and doctors, uh, my roommates. One of my roommates happened to actually be uh, Alex from Alex's Lemonade Stand, yeah. uh, which is pretty popular now a pretty big foundation mm-hmm. um and then unfortunately at the age of nine though alex passed away and when she passed away she gave me um a bag that i actually still use in my show today to do a trick all about alex's lemonade uh when i started to get better uh i was released from the hospital i started doing my magic shows all over the place uh school social events family parties things like that uh and then out of nowhere my dad got sick He was actually six, seven years without us even realizing it. We thought all the stress from uh, me being sick was, uh, well, I guess we thought all the stress from that he was having was because I was sick, Mm. but uh, that wasn't the case. He was uh, actually had a brain tumor and we had no idea. Uh, Unfortunately, he passed away in 2000 at the age of 41, but before he passed away, he had a dying wish, and his dying wish was for me to continue to spread my magic across the world in the hopes that everyone could find the magic in their life as I did mine. So I took his words and I started to spread the Magic Foundation, which is a New Jersey nonprofit which helps raise money for pediatric cancer um, in the hopes that kids can find the magic in their life as I did mine. Now, your match could be anything. It could be video games, sports, music, dancing, whatever that one thing gets you focused on the positive. For me, it just happened to be magic. So that's what I do. Um, we started that nonprofit in 2003. I go around to schools, hospitals, social events, uh, private parties, corporate events, and I kind of spread my message. Always about finding the magic in your life. So that is the short version of my story. Yeah. Yes. It's it's really a, a great story. Thank and you. Man. It's one of the. It could only really work with magic because if, you. If, if if you tried to be a stand up comic that way, <laughs> it wouldn't have worked. <laughs> as great as spread the laughter would sound, it's just well. Yeah, uh, there are actually a lot of uh, inspiring stories out there about comedians who have a similar story than I do, um, but they did it through the yeah, in your the face cure no of laughter. <laughs> not, yeah, not I sound like a laughter. jackass, but. <laughs> And uh, through your uh, your your magic travels, I yes. don't know what to call it. Uh, <laughs> I know you've met astral projection. Yeah, no, astral it's called projection. astral projection. Uh, I know you've met uh, several uh, major league magicians. Yeah. Who, who have you met in your astral projections? Um. Well, just magicians, or talking? Because I know a lot of famous people. Like, no, no, no. Like I don't. About, I'm just saying magic has really um. It's really brought me 
a lot of great opportunities to meet, I guess, what you would say, famous people. Um, Like wizard councils or... Well, I became very close friends with uh, Penn & Teller, um, David Copperfield. Actually, Penn & Teller, uh, in 2003, as a result of my chemotherapy and radiation treatments, I started bleeding from the brain. I actually didn't tell this story, uh, this part of the story. Um, you did now. <laughs> I did now, but I earlier I did not. Um, <laughs> if, you're, if you're keeping track at home. It's a, it's a part of the story that I, I don't share that often because it just it gets kind of pushed to the side. But as a result of all the treatments that I went through, uh, I had brain surgery in 2003. I was a freshman in high school. And as a result of the surgery, um, I was told I was not going to be able to do my magic again. It was the one thing that I you know, had left from my father to keep me, you know, inspired Why? by him uh, because uh, it was hitting a nerve. And in order to go in and fix this bleed, um, they were going to have to hit this nerve and I was probably going to be paralyzed from it. Okay. But oh. it was a life or death you situation. Like, you wouldn't be able to do magic. We're going to shut that chakra off. Yeah, no, no, no. And your ability They're gonna, to like, perform suck the magic, magic out of me. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, but the magic part of your brain. <laughs> but Not I would to make light of your brain bleeding. <laughs> But I got three more jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can laugh about it now because thankfully, oh, yeah, thankfully, I came out of surgery and I was fine. The first thing I did was I reached for a deck of cards. I shuffled Phantom. Everything was fine. Um, I had a quick recovery because um, I had the ability to juggle, and juggling really helped with my motor skills, with balance, and it, it made me have a very quick recovery compared to other people who had a similar surgery. Uh, from there, I started getting emails from famous magicians. This is how it ties in with the magicians that I became friendly with. And Penn and Teller were a very big support system with that. They actually got in contact with like the whole magic world, and uh, they were they were great. I know you're it, laughing it just, at that. The magic no, it world. It seems like so much of a cool, like not emails and texts, but like crystal ball and yeah. like... <laughs> They, they summoned the magicians to the hospital. <laughs> I kind of opened that up for you, you guys. Did, I'm sorry. Yeah. I got a, a whimsical yeah. view of the magic world. Yeah. It's just and that we think you're cool. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah it's it's not, I think you guys are even cooler. So you're wrong. That's why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> but then from there, I really I have to say, it's been really cool because I got to meet some amazing people. Uh, somehow my story got to who at the time was uh, First Lady, Laura Bush. Laura Bush heard about my story and she made a speech about me on Capitol Hill. And then I went to that speech and after the speech she invited me to perform at the White House. And then they quickly realized I wasn't just a kid of a story, I kind of knew what I was doing. So they invited me back two more times after that. Now the shame of it is uh, after a president leaves their administration, um, my contact left with them. So... I was not able to perform that at the White House after the Bush administration that, left. That's not something Bush bashed on to Obama. It's like, hey, if you need a magician. Well, but <laughs> I, I thought that would be great. And the shame of it is Obama had 20 magicians at the inaugural party. But I wasn't one of them <laughs> because I didn't Chad have guy. Yeah, I know. I know. I wish I could have been there. Um, but I got to meet people like Richard Petty. Billy D. Williams, Mr. Billy D. know He's a magician? I know. I, no, he's not a magician. Because uh, I imagine he'd go to, like, show up at parties no. and be like, but you'll be really amazed. lame magic. Like, but you'll be what's amazed that behind your ear? Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. But I got to perform it's for him. It's a signed him. copy of my album. <laughs> <laughs> he has an album. I don't know if you know that. Nice. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, I got to meet people like James Kahn, 
uh, Ray Romano, Brad Garrett, uh, and a lot of comedians were actually magicians before they were comedians. Uh, like Johnny Carson, for example, or... Um, I know Steve Martin was a big Steve magician. Martin was a magician. He actually, his first job was at the magic shop in Disneyland, and yes. that's how he got all of his props for, like, the arrow in the yeah, head. I, I was actually just reading uh, Born Standing yeah, Up. Yeah, Born Standing Up, and he talks all about that. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, Steve Martin's <laughs> book. It's very good. I recommend it. Um, who else? Oh, uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Not a comedian, but he's a magician. Yeah, he's I actually he would be. Yeah, Neil Patrick Harris is actually the president of the Academy of Magical Arts. Um, yeah. So he's, I know, you don't you don't realize this stuff, but he is. Um, yes. My brain went somewhere, Matt, like the, he's the president of Unicorn Riders. <laughs> yep. Um, George Costanza, Mr. Uh, That's why not, I he's got name? a real name. Yeah, I can't, why can't I think of his name right now? Uh, I can't either, so you know, George An- Costanza. Anthony Alexander. Yeah, yeah. Alexander. yeah George Costanza. Yeah. No, yeah, we'll just go with George Costanza. Hamilton? But yes. <laughs> Um, he is a professional magician and actually won close-up magician of the year one year. So all these... Uh, George Costanza did? Yeah, I know. Uh, Adrian Brody, the actor, magician. What? Yeah. yeah. He fought predators. I know. He was the pianist. You like, know what? He did a little like... Uh, uh, no cursing on the show, Chad. <laughs> did I curse? <laughs> wow, I fooled the magician. In any case... <laughs> Or did the lamest joke ever? <laughs> One of the two. <laughs> Weren't you on Mind Freak as well? Uh, I was. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I, in the I've magic world, uh, I will say that. In the magic world, Chris Angel isn't really too light. Um, wasn't he like magician of the year? For three like, times. Yeah. Yeah. The, were those the dark times in the magic I don't, world? I think that was like Can him. Can you say those words for me? <laughs> It's, he has a reputation for taking other magicians' stuff and just putting it on a show and taking the credit for it as his okay. own. So He's the masked magician without a mask? Exactly. But he doesn't ruin the trick. He just, <laughs> he just takes credit for doing <laughs> it. I feel like Chris Angel doing your trick would ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ruins it for that person, at least. Yeah. Well, but I will say this. Being on Chris Angel's show really has uh, opened up a lot of doors for me. And he treated me like gold. His family treated me like gold while we were out in Vegas filming the episode. Um, so I really can't say anything too bad about him because he treated well, me we great. Well, we will. Don't, we'll but do yeah, it. We okay, that, okay so this that's we'll cover it. No. <laughs> but, but I looked for like the episode and I can't find it. Like, what did you do on the show? Uh, it was a whole episode dedicated to how I got started in magic and the comparisons between me and Chris because his father uh, passed away of cancer as well at a oh, young wow. age. So we had that comparison. And he's always about the chaotic craziness, cool stunts, stuff like that. Uh, so he stepped away from that and it was more of an inspirational episode. It was on the oh, second cool. season, episode 35, titled Chad Story. Oh, wow. Um, why and you can't, can't find it. Did you, you skip can, over like that's a different You can't show. find it because uh, you can find it, but you have to pay to watch it. Why it's it's not mean, like available on YouTube Chad, or anything like for you, free. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hey, I agree. But it's available on iTunes. It's available. You know, it's, it's part of the second season package. It's in there. <laughs> so what do you eh, – I don't know how I want to phrase this question. Because it seems like a lot of uh, magicians nowadays, nowadays keep doing like the big stunts. Yep. Have you ever considered or done like a big stunt trick? I have or not. Or would you ever? No. Um, Is that not your Hang out style? in a box for it's a not week? really my I, I respect the guys who do it. 
mm-hmm. because it's a way of getting your name out there and the publicity and all that stuff. But there's a lot of guys who are kind of just underground in the magic world and they're making their money and they're making a living doing it. Cause but I you never, don't need to go out and put yourself in a box for... I never liked big uh, stuff because yeah. I, I actually like used David to know a Blaine. lot of magicians yeah. and I, d- I really like... You used close. to? What happened to him? I got ostracized from the magic. I apprenticed uh, a magician, uh, and then I failed, so I was banned from. Yeah. You, were, you were banned. Magical. Well, I'm going to bring you back in. Yeah, I'm not banning you. Yeah, you yes. might see Will uh, riding around on his Segway, hanging out <laughs> by the banana stand. But uh, up close, magic is the to me the cooler one because it's easier yeah, to get away. From, like a lot you're of on people... TV, you're 300 feet away from everybody, you're and right. you're like, "This elephant's gone." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, and I agree. Which is a lot easier than finding your card, believe me. But there's there's skill with each, you know, I would say this. Illusions, it's all about standing in the right place, Mm -hmm. presenting the big box, and looking at the showgirl when something else is happening over here. Close-up magic is a little more difficult because you're looking at a much smaller stage. It's in your hands. And I I always thought that was cooler. Um, Yeah, uh, I agree. There is a lot more skill. I think in at, in certain levels mm-hmm. with close up magic, but you do have to have that stage charisma and yeah. all that stuff when it comes mm-hmm. to illusions that close up guys sometimes don't have. Like you can't yeah. put a close up magician on a stage and it, it will work. <laughs> it won't work. That's true. That's why, honestly, sometimes when you watch Chris Angel on TV, he doesn't work very well on stage. Uh, I'm sorry, he doesn't work very well doing close up magic. As well as he does on stage, yeah. Because he's all that about, stage you know, editor is hard to. <laughs> yeah. it's a hard job to have. It's yeah. hard. It's hard to be amazed by magic when Chris is like, "Everybody, close your eyes. We're going to do a cut." Yeah. I mean, <laughs> is this your card? I've seen Chris do card tricks up close to people, and they're pretty not that great. So <laughs> <laughs> they're pretty not that great. Uh, yeah. Sorry. The meanest chat has been so far. I know. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for any Chris Angel fans, but. Yeah. <laughs> We don't get a lot of overlap. But that, that's all about reality TV, though. That's the, the, his job is to amaze the person watching his TV show, and he'll do it any way he possibly can. And you have to kind of give him credit because he has to come up with thousands of tricks each week to perform for this show, but maybe only 20 of them get on the TV show. So that's yeah. why he has a reputation for taking other people's tricks because he just has to come up with the material. Gotcha. And gotcha. even when I was on the show, like this is where reality TV kicks in. The story was that I sent Chris Angel a letter saying that I love him. I'm his number one fan. I can't. I want to meet him. It's my dream to meet him. Um, I, I'm an aspiring magician. I've, I've been a magician for 20 years, so I was a magician much longer than before I yeah. sent this letter to Chris. <laughs> well, here's the big. Uh, I never sent him a letter. I'm okay. <laughs> It, 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 I'm literally sitting in front of the camera on the Chris Angel episode. I was trying episode. to send it to David Copperfield. No, 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 and no. it got lost in the <laughs> So basically, Chris, Chris called me one day and said, I heard about your story from another magician. I would love for you to be on the show. But the deal is, it's <laughs> my, it's my show. So you kind of have to you know, bow down to me, and we need to come up with a story to do that. Are those the words he used? <laughs> he did not. Because Jesus... <laughs> like, hey, buddy, um, heard you didn't die, so I thought you could come worship me on my yeah. show. You can, no, no, no. You can be on the show, but you have to kneel before Chris Angel. <laughs> but you know what? I mean, it's an old saying. No publicity is bad publicity. So at first I was no, like... No, nobody's knocking you for doing I know, it. I know. No. I know. I'm uh. just saying this. 
like at first I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to be all mind freak. But on the other hand, this is really going to open up a lot of doors for me. So I said, whatever you want, I'll do it. Yeah. So basically he said, the deal is you wrote me a letter. So I'm sitting in front of the camera reading a letter that I wrote five <laughs> minutes before I was in front of camera. At least they let you write it. Yeah. I thought yeah, it was like, was, here's the letter nice. you wrote to Chris Angel. Yeah. yeah. Well, I would really like to bow down before you. Yeah. And Chris, I don't say use guys nearly as much as this letter. <laughs> and I don't even know if I should be saying this, but yeah, that, I mean, that's the real story of this episode. Yeah, now, he, now he's so, going to And you. I get emails all the time. Chris Angel listens I to I think he show. has much more important things. Than, as he know. listens to all podcasts waiting for someone to say <laughs> yeah, something exactly. negative. I think a smoke bomb's about to go off. It'll just appear nice. behind us. Yeah, no. I, he's like dating superstars right now. No, it'll go right off. Now. He'll run into it. He'll cough. He'll be like, just pretend we're going to cut. But yeah. yeah. Well, did you see the camera crew that stumbled in? <laughs> nice. Um, but I get emails all the time from his fans saying, "How did you get a hold of him?" I try sending him letters all the time, and I was told by his producers that I have to keep saying, "You have to keep trying." You got to do it by yeah. owl. I was like, I, can't, I was like, magic? I was like, I was really devoted. I really wanted to, uh, you know, to send him this letter. So eventually, it got to him. You gotta lay down a, a runic circle of sending and burn the yeah. letter inside of it, and that's how he gets. But, but his I, followers I hope, are. Sorry, I hope the live audience here is appreciating this conversation <laughs> that I will have to cut out of the podcast. <laughs> You're not cutting it out. <laughs> what the, if Chris this is gold. threatens death? Wait. You think he's gonna threaten death? He cut a woman in half once, and then the legs <laughs> ran away, <laughs> and and then he just left. See, that's the, perf- that that's the perfect example right there. That was somebody else's trick. I don't and that, that was the first happen. one that he got in trouble for taking someone else's routine and oh, taking it for his own. worse, next week Chris Angel might be the host of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Mind freak. <laughs> I didn't bring you on here just to trash Chris Angel. I'm not it's trying to trash him. <laughs> we are. I know, you said you guys but you're, wanted You're to. giving like, validity to our trashing. I'm just trashing reality He's TV. He's going to be on, and I'm going to have to say I wrote a letter and how TV I is. Who else is a jerk in the magic yeah, world? Yeah, who else do you hate? In the magic world? Yes. Yeah. Oh, he's actually going to answer it. I was no, kidding. No, I, I, I don't think they're really... Uh, I could name celebrities who are jerks. <laughs> Give the list. I no. hope it's not Billy D. Williams. It is, that is the first one on the oh, list. Oh, no. Get off of my show. <laughs> I, I did it. I was doing a trick for him. He literally, no joke, turned around, slapped the cards out of my hand, all fell on the floor, and everyone around him was like, "Really? Like they couldn't believe it? Like they they, they couldn't respect?" I was just a kid at the time. I was like fourteen years old. Wait, I don't believe this story of her. You a mean minute. people didn't respect when Billy D slapped the cards out of the cancer survivor's hands? Oh, hands? that's terrible! It's no, what it you is. just said. That's what happened though? <laughs> That was all the points of the story in a sentence. That's true. If this story was a Twitter post, that's what it would be. I just watched Billy D. Calrissian. Yep. I know yes. that uses a lot of characters. Yeah. I really don't think that they he, just call he him uses Lando. that in his name. Yeah, Lando. Did he say it? He just like slapped him and... Did he yell no, he to turned die? around. I was like, hi, sir. I was like, I'm the magician here this evening. Would you like to see a trick? He didn't know my story or my whole spiel or anything. I just... Acted professional. I did my thing. I do a card trick. I turn around. I spread the cards out. Boom. Because I imagine oh, so he was awesome. talking to some like seventies women in Billy. And he's D. like, "Come Will- on, boy. I'm trying to get some tail." Like that would justify. He doesn't talk like that. In, in Billy D. Calrissian's defense, he just thought he was a normal 
14 year old <laughs> child who was hired hey, to kitchen. I appreciate that you don't think I'm just. Well, normal. not the, the tragic story. Yes. yes. The rest of it makes it really bad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but there are some wonderful people out there. Let's get to the positive. No, I can't part. handle this one still. <laughs> what did he say afterwards? To Da? I was a little upset. I don't really remember. Like I couldn't what he hear said. him through the tears. And I was sobbing. I was too busy picking up my cards. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. <laughs> While he turned around and he finished his hors d'oeuvre, you know. That's, uh, well, he was and eating. Then he slapped the tray out of the waiter's <laughs> hand. <laughs> Is he just? No, I don't want the, that pig in the blankets. He might just be the worst high fiver in the history. <laughs> maybe, maybe that wasn't. He was going in for a high five. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so, so who else How did this go from talking about captivate? Yeah, let's to... talk about captivate because we're running uh. out of time. Uh, so, so what is like? How can we contact Captivate if people want to book you or us? Hey, internet. Hey, yeah. uh, or, or, hey, or to get that yes. special deal. Yeah, yeah. the special deal. Where we charge you fifty dollars yeah. more extra. Yeah. <laughs> But then we come and hustle you. No, no, no. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Captivate them. Um, it's a, like a high-energy, high-quality uh, entertainment company. We offer world-class entertainment from magicians, mentalists. and A Thank lot of people you. ask me, th- you know, they're not really sure what a mentalist is. Mentalists are people that can read minds. Um, then we have hypnotists. That's always a lot of fun. Um, you ever think about doing, like, cosplay mentalists? Um, like getting it, like a Professor X to show up, and if you oh would like to God. do that, that sounds wonderful. I can't this read mine. Greatest idea. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Maybe maybe that'll be for the next company. Yeah. Next company. Yeah. Oh, and then we'll but yes, you can find out more. <laughs> that was the greatest way to dismiss Will I've ever. Heard. <laughs> we'll do that next time I create yeah. a company. He basically slapped the cards <laughs> out of my brain. <laughs> I think you'd be a better magician dressed as Gambit, but continue. Yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> this is a golden idea. I don't know why you're shooting this down. Chris Angel's going to do it in a week. Yeah, well, well Chris Angel, uh, he could do things a lot easier than your average person. Like Playboy Playmates, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, back to uh, the original question. You could check out more. At Captivatum's website, which is CaptivateEM.com. And, uh, yeah, we have some YouTube videos you can check and, out as well. And you're also an, uh, a motivational speaker, correct? Yes. So I do motivational speaking where I talk about my story. You the Billy D story, right? No, I don't talk about the Billy D no, story. That would bring <laughs> me down. Yeah. <laughs> but I talk about, you know, my story a little bit and some of the lessons that I learned along the way, and I tie that in with uh, some magic tricks to express the message. Uh, but we also have other motivational speakers on board. Um, so, yeah, that's what I do. You can also check out more on my website, which is chatjuros.com. You do so, magic during this, like the motivational speech? Yes. That, more speeches need – like if Obama's well, yeah, because the it's uh, State of the Union and he's just kind of like doing card yeah, tricks while he's talking. Like, exactly, yeah. It will be more interesting, would deal right? with the Iran. That was your card? You <laughs> I would pay a lot more Look at Tiger. Well, there you go. <laughs> now it's gone. <laughs> so that's basically what it is. It's a way for me to entertain the audience while I'm also inspiring them. Nice. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. Now, uh, we like to geek out a bit here on this show. Okay. Uh, and we geek it up. I'm wearing a NASA oh. shirt. Come on. Yes. <laughs> well, we do it with a segment, Who Yelled Space Camp? You ever see the movie Space Camp? That's even better. Space Camp movie. You never saw Space Camp the movie? No. It was with the mother from Back to the Future. What's her name? Lorraine? Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> 
her, the actress's name. Yeah, but she was in it, and she was like a teenager. It was great. Oh, classic '80s film, Space Camp. Got to right. see. A bunch of kids here. I'll tell you the quick plot to the movie. All right, yeah, this is we're getting into your... it. Wait, right. no, wait. Hold on one second before you tell that story. We no, do this, this is more important. No, it's good. Shut up, Chad. <laughs> I run this show. <laughs> We do it with a segment called What You Watching, What You Reading, What You Playing. It's where we talk about what we're watching, what you're reading, what you're playing. Obviously, Chad has been watching the Space Camp I movie. I grew up on the now Space Camp movie. Now it's part of the segment, okay. and now we're not wasting time. Oh, gotcha. Now I'm on board. Yes, go Chad. Maybe I could come back next week and we do this all no, over again. No, see. <laughs> see I got a lot more stories with no, Billy D. We're going back to wasting time. We were going to wa- talk but about But it's the Billy D stories. <laughs> <laughs> I want to slap the card right out of his hand. This deal's getting worse all the time. <laughs> Chad, what do you want to talk about? What do I want to talk about? Shut up, Chad! <laughs> Tell us about the movie Just Space Slap Camp the right segment now. out of Chad's hands. He's slapping it out of my hands. How did this become so difficult? He has to just talk about a movie he watched. He already told us what movie he's going to talk about. Now just say it into the microphone, Chad. (laughs) Tell us about Space Camp. I'm super interested. (laughs) Is Billy D. Space Camp. Billy D. is not in Space Camp. I'm sorry. Space Camp's about a bunch of kids who go to Space Camp in Cape Canaveral, Florida. Okay? Next thing you know, they go for like a training, you know, mission on a space shuttle. But next thing you know, the space shuttle actually takes off with all these campers on board. So now the campers have to figure out how to get themselves back home. Are there? Is there a little flying robot? No, this is a different movie. Okay, yeah, that's a different movie. I I don't know that one. Space camp is that like Mac and Me or something? It's batteries not included. Oh, batteries not included. That's a fantastic film. No, you're probably thinking of Flight of the Navigator. (laughs) I don't know Flight of the Navigator. I know batteries not included. Well, now who's wasting time, Noah? Tell us about Flight of the Navigator. <laughs> no, we talk about it too much. We talk about Flight of the Navigator a lot on the okay. show. Okay, maybe I'll just have to go, go research that on my own. Then. Talk about Flight of the Navigator. <laughs> that, that's they a, said that's the whole plot. Do they get? I'm back? not going to ruin the ending for okay. you. All, right. all the kids die they a bloody <laughs> death in orbits. Their heads explode because they didn't have real space helmets, which is the truth. They didn't when they were in space. <laughs> this is so unprepared to go to space. It's an, it's an 80s film. Yeah, these kids go to space. I'm the, what? Is it like one of those moments? Don't, no, talk to me, Chad, no, not no, the no, audience. No. They don't have microphones. Like, is it one of those cases where it's like, I wonder what this button does? Billy, no! Pretty much. But thankfully, they had a space shuttle specialist on board with them, so she saved the day Uh by exploding all their heads in a bloody death, yes. I'm so glad that I never won uh, Double Dare and went to space camp. I know, I always wanted to go to space camp. I assume it was the only way as a kid you were getting to space camp. I know. Wait, you ever been to Kennedy Space Center, though? No. Oh, it's amazing. You gotta go. that space camp is a lot of sitting down doing math. Probably. I've never been to space camp. I've only been to the Kennedy Space Center. See, I always wanted to get to be an astronaut like another way, like the Will Smith, like just be a really awesome fighter pilot. And then they're like, why don't you fly in space? And I'd be like, I'd love to. (laughs) They don't have TIE fighters there, though. Sorry. In space. Why are you going to bring us down? What? And Billy D is not there with his bounty hunter. Right out of Will's hands. (laughs) I'm sorry. buddy, Buddy, what are you watching? I don't want to talk about it. 
I but have... I recommend it. Space Camp, four stars. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I actually started watching, and I I had no idea this was coming out. It's very poorly advertised, as all stars shows are. Yeah. Uh, Black Sails is a star show. Good, good. I saw it. it is, I yeah, the first episode was good. It looked like a lot of nudity. I, I'm just warning you. A lot of nudity. It's, it's fine. They it's a it's a good warning. It's a good warning. But I'm, I'm telling you, watch it. <laughs> but I didn't think it would be good. I just kind of was bored one day, and I gave it a try. It's actually yeah, it's it was good. like Pirates of the Caribbean meets yeah, uh, Boardwalk Empire. Thrones, Boardwalk, yeah, <laughs> but and it's all the it's all characters from uh, Treasure Island. Okay. Yeah, like cat, it's before treasure. It's a, it's a cool concept. Yep. Okay. It's good. I'm like, looking forward to the next episode. There's only one episode out there. Right? Super strong. There's two uh, now. Everybody's ridiculously oh, attractive. I only saw the first one. That's good. Also, another one. Well, it's not as cool as uh, Black Flag. That's sales. Sales. Black Sales. Sorry. Okay. Um, True Detective is cool too. Yeah, I'm just gonna know. talk about that next time, Jerk. Oh, sorry. It's That's so next time. good. I'll next talk time. about it next time. Are, do next you, time. Have you seen it? Yeah. Do you know anything about like the Cthulhu mythos? No, I don't. Right. I don't know anything about I the wish story I hadn't, until it I watched ruined, it. I think it's gonna turn supernatural. Because it's it's a detached Woody Harrelson. Women are gonna write a lot of slash fiction about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. I got a rim shot, gang. <laughs> But it's supernatural. If it was, I, I'm not a big supernatural fan because it's too silly. But it's like a, it's right now. It's a detective drama. But there was a woman killed ritualistically. They just found her uh, her diary in one of them, and they talk about the King in Yellow, who's gotcha. not Lovecraft didn't write him, but he included him in as part of like the mythos in Cthulhu. So okay, right. I don't know if it's it's going to be some crazy guy that likes that story too much, or like Matthew McConaughey hallucinates because he did too many drugs. Yeah. And some of his hallucinations are like symbols and stuff, so I think it might get like Cthulhu-y. That sounds awesome. And it's a good show. That is a good show, and also another good show that I'm excited about. You already named like three things. Well, I'm naming another one because I am the special guest today, and I get to say whatever I want. (laughs) All right, Chris Angel. (laughs) Why don't you go like lock yourself in a box for a day? You know what? I just might. Guys, I wrote this letter to Chad asking him to be on the show. Yeah, he's regretting it now. Okay. This is great for you guys, too, because it's like... Less preamble, more explaining. Just say it! Wasn't this show supposed to end like 10 minutes Yeah, ago? it was! Yeah. Super over time. Okay, it's called Wizard Wars. Ooh, sounds great, right? We didn't know. Okay. Wizard Wars, um, it premieres March 4th on Sci-Fi. And it's about magicians okay. battling against one another. Okay, okay, to, Chad, uh, I'm going to yeah. stop you. Why? Uh, this segment is called uh, "What You Watching," not "Hey, What You Going to Look At Later." So, well, uh, <laughs> I've, I've, no, I watched a preview episode, so I have watched it. Damn it! Yeah, come on, magicians. See, people who are part of, of the uh, like a pair of part of the magical world, they get previews, sneak previews of certain things. Was it good? It was good. Awesome. What I've been watching. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm wearing a Defend uh, Indie Wrestling shirt, which has already come apart in the wash once, uh, because I went to National Pro Wrestling Day, uh, which was the greatest thing. I know you guys aren't wrestling fans, but bear with me. Wait, but uh, you went to the day? Is it, yes. Isn't it celebrated, like, even if you're at your house? Maybe if you shut up and listen to what I'm about to say, I got my own microphone. Follow the story a little bit better. But basically, I'm just trying to make this fun. Basically, uh, this this indie promotion, Chikara, had died, but 
they were going to rise from the ashes and, and have this one last show on National Pro Wrestling Day. And it was all for charity. We actually raised $6,000 for uh, malaria nets or uh, mosquito nets to help uh, people not get malaria. And uh, it, you can see the whole thing on YouTube for free, and you can see my face the whole time because <laughs> I'm sitting right in front of the camera. Uh, but uh, highlights included uh, one of the wrestlers, uh, Eddie Kingston, uh, was annoyed by an eight-year-old boy who was, like, bothering him. So he threw a sign at him. And the kid got up and said, well, let's go. And then they started fighting. <laughs> and then the kid kicked him in the shins. And then he ran away. And we chanted next world champ. And it was the greatest day of that kid's life. <laughs> then we had this other match. It was... It was uh, Oh, I forget the guy's name, but he was fighting a woman and beating the hell out of her. Like, the mm. ever-loving crap Was out it of Andy her. Kaufman? He had a <laughs> reputation for doing that. <laughs> but then, all these villains came out, including the nefarious Dr. Cube, who has a cube for a head. Or it's a mask. It's really hard to say. And they were going to tear down the arena. And then the remaining members of Jakara came out, and they had this big face-off. But they didn't have enough people. So then smoke filled the arena. And the doors opened, and there was a DeLorean. And out of the DeLorean came out Archie Peck, who, of course, had earlier been hit with the back fist to the future, (laughs) which means he traveled through time, stole a DeLorean, and came back to save the day. It was the greatest moment. If if actual wrestling was this well-written. Exactly. I would watch it. It was so ridiculous, but I loved every moment of it. And, like, if you go back and watch the storylines, it's just, it's all on YouTube. It's hilarious. Uh, (laughs) The day started, and then I'll stop talking about wrestling. Uh, There was another group called the Submission Squad who wanted to destroy Chikara. But they were like, guys, Chikara's already been destroyed. It's like, oh, we're going to bring Chikara back and then destroy it. And as we were driving, we saw them broken down on the side of the road. (laughs) Just out there in their masks, like, oh, mm, what are we going to do? And we laughed about it the whole day. (laughs) So check it out, uh, National Pro Wrestling Day. You can see the whole show on YouTube and my face. Chad, what have you been reading? Ooh. That's not my topic. <laughs> All right, pass. <laughs> Watch too many 80s movies. Yeah, I'm a very visual person. Shows. I'm not a very good... Uh, I don't That's love right. the you topic of, of reading. Talking about Space Camp. Yeah. Space Camp's awesome. All right. <laughs> if it was a book, I'd read it. <laughs> the novelization of Space <laughs> Camp, the movie. Uh, I gotta find it. Maybe I should write it. You should. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Chris Angel that. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Will, what have you been reading? I, it's so off. I can't tell you the name of it because I don't know what it is. It's an audiobook. Hear me out. Okay. That the inner uh, Ice T was on has a podcast called Last Level, and he admitted that he had re- re- uh, recorded a uh, audiobook, and he didn't know what it was before he agreed to it. So they handed him a script. It turns out it was a D and D novel. Okay. And his description was like, I didn't know what was going on. The sword was talking. And there was a map in the book. And there's excerpts of it online you can find that are amazing. And he just and there was so much like reaction to it that he said that next podcast he's going to say what the name of it is so you can go find it. Oh, that's amazing. So <laughs> it's, it's Nathan's Splo- Explosion doing Do- uh, Shakespeare. <laughs> yes. Basically. 
Dungeons oh and Dragons by Ice T. Well, I guess we're talking about audiobooks. I have listened oh, to the audio. Wait, wait, I know I'm back. Uh, <laughs> it can't go back. Those are the rules of the podcast. I didn't know that. I didn't see set, that written anywhere. Set forth by the yeah. Founders. Obviously, you don't read. That's true. Obviously, I don't. <laughs> but go ahead, go ahead. Now, what? what It'll what, just be a mystery. <laughs> What what audio book have you been listening to, Chad? I don't want to say anything. All right, good. All fine. right. No, what have you been reading? Uh, I've been reading... Oh, you brought my, it. Yeah, I brought it. My Star Wars Characters Encyclopedia. I got this uh, for Christmas, and I just started to like flip through it, and it's hilarious. Why would you bring it? Uh, well, well, here's the thing. I, I wanted uh, specifically to show you, uh, because every... Uh, Characters in there. There's George R. Binks, uh, but then like all the droids are in here. Uh, scantily clad women are in here for some there reason. There always are. Lots of things I don't understand how to say. <laughs> OPC killer. It's the fish. Uh, that's prequel stuff. Don't worry yeah, about the- that. <laughs> are you excited for the new movies? Yes, I am. I am. Disney's There's Max a good Rebo. Track he looks like an elephant. But look, yeah. Look at this guy. What's that guy? Uh, that means Rancor Keeper. Yes, yeah, the Rancor Keeper. His real name is Malakali. Mal- I believe Malikaliki. Maliki, yeah, but he's the guy. He's who, Hawaiian. He's the guy who cries when the rancor dies. <laughs> My favorite. And he's in here, in and it Star says Wars. here. Uh, I used to think they dated. Like I was a very open uh, kid. I thought that was his girlfriend that got killed. Uh, he once worked as an animal handler in a traveling circus. Uh, he became an outlaw when one of his dangerous circus beasts escaped during the show and killed members of the audience. After this incident, he was sold to Jabba the Hutt. Uh, when uh, Luke Skywalker kills the Rancor, he weeps openly. He had been planning to betray Jabba <laughs> to the rebel gang boss and leave uh, with the Rancor. Uh, after Jabba's death, he teams up with the palace chiefs and successfully owns a restaurant. <laughs> I, I actually, yeah, <laughs> I, met, I met a guy at a convention. Who is he? Was an author, but he what convention? Wh- uh, some sci-fi convention. Oh, okay. I don't remember the name. Why? What? I just wanted to know if it was like a comic con. It might have. Been. It wasn't comic. It wasn't as big as comic con. It's like icon. I think it was like a, we do a lot of conventions. Chat. Oh, I don't know. Uh, okay. Sorry. Uh, like you with famous people is us with conventions. Yeah. That no one's heard of. He was famous people. But he wrote on one of the encyclopedias, and basically they just give him pictures of like stuff. Like they do the technology ones or the character yeah. ones, and they're just pictures, and they're like, just write. And they're like, well, you're not telling us what that gun does. Just make it up. It was a prop in a movie. Just chill. <laughs> you tell us that what it does. That was made of wood. <laughs> and that's what that is. They're like, here's the guy. Like, well, what do I do? Make up a story. Really? I'm not good at it. It'll be fine. But but here's my favorite thing about Malachi Lee here, uh, because like if you look at a picture of Luke Skywalker, it like points to different parts of him. It's like this is his uh, lightsaber passed down from his father. This is his black glove because his hand is fake. For Malachi, it says leather hood. No, there he is. Uh, Sweat soaked rag belt. They certainly look it. Wrist guard. Mm-hmm. Ancient circus pants. <laughs> if you are only here to see the picture. Ancient circus pants. <laughs> And he has this weird weapon that they don't bother to explain what it is. But you can make it up. Yeah, make it up. For supporting, like, they're not good authors, and they're like, what do we do? I don't know, he's got space pants. Nah, let's do, let's go with ancient Ancient circus circus pants. So that's what I've been reading. Just his. I haven't looked at the other pages. Why would? Chad, what have you been playing? Have you been playing anything? Oh, I have. Nice. Yes, uh, Grand Theft Auto Five, pretty oh, much. Oh yeah, sorry, I'm kind of addicted to that. 
You don't trying to get to the hundred percent. It's not going to happen. <laughs> you, you can't fully beat that game, no matter what you do. People have and are, I, are, are I, currently I, on the Chilean ma- uh, mountain mystery. I yeah. don't know if you're following that. <laughs> not, I no, I, no. I'm sorry. Oh, there, there's more once you hundred percent UFOs appear. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Assassin's Creed Three. That's yeah. another one I'm playing. Uh, that's pretty much it. This shows too. Isn't Assassin's Creed Three like super glitchy? A little bit, okay. I would say. I never really played a lot of the other Assassin's Creed, so I don't are, really know they, how to and compare. And what's nice about them is they do that thing where you're in a computer program to kind of cover their ass, so it, like they yeah. program some glitching in already. I'm not a big fan uh, of that whole so experience, yeah. to be honest. Uh, it's it's too much of the flashing back and it forth. It takes me out of it. Like I just yeah. want to be a pirate assassin. Like don't make well, that's, me. Yeah, that's the fourth one in yeah. the Matrix. Yeah. I agree, I agree. Assassin. I like the whole history factors. That's why I like the third one. I like the Revolutionary War and all that stuff. So Yeah, that's how it happened. That's yeah. historical. It's pretty, pretty, yeah. pretty good. Will, well, I watch the History Channel. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you playing? Uh, well, you mentioned Grand Theft Auto V. I've been playing Saints Row the Fourth. They Still? Re- well, they, no, they came out with more DLC. Oh, okay. With and the, one of them... The San Andreas one? Or no, that was... San Andreas was its own, and then the fourth one came out, right? What? No, we're talking what about are you Saints, talking Saints Row. Row. I thought you said the same thing. No, I said I Saints see, Row. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The fourth. The fourth. Okay, <laughs> I got you. But yeah, they, uh, they released a, a ton of DLC, and one of them is uh, it's called Enter the Dominatrix, and it is originally the uh, DLC for the third one, and it turns out it's the entire plot of the fourth game. It's oh, just really? DLC, and they're like, maybe we should just save it. <laughs> make a game out of this. And, like, it's not finished, so some of the cutscenes are just, like, animatics, which is just, like, the storyboard pictures and stuff with the voice actors. It's kind of cool. I, I wrote this joke at least seven months ago. New DLC for uh, Saints Row called Enter the Dominatrix. That's weird. Doesn't the Dominatrix usually enter you? Boo. Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's my time. Uh, so what have you been playing? What have I been playing? Uh, I've been playing a board game. Uh, I haven't had a lot of time to, to, to actually video game. I've been playing What's Yours Like? It's my new favorite game to see who, you, which one of your friends are jerks. Because basically... Can you answer that right now? What is yours like? Uh, well, let me explain, Chad. Uh, <laughs> basically, everyone in the group is told what the secret phrase is except for the person who has to guess what it is. And it'll be something like, uh, you know, your shoes. So the only way you can figure out what's on the card is by asking people what's yours like. It's like, oh, mine are really worn out. So it's like 20 like, questions. Yeah, my, and, and then, but the next person will say, well, mine, you know, costs $200. It's like, mm. oh, okay, what's, wow. what's going on here? And then you find out which one of your friends are jerks because, for example, I was playing... And the first person, I was like, so what's yours like? And he's like, oh, mine's really creamy. I was like, okay, that's cool. All right, what's yours like? Uh, mine was murdered by his best friend. Nice. All right. Answer was salad dressing. Ah. <laughs> Caesar, guys. Caesar. That one of my friends is a jerk. <laughs> that was a great. No, he's that was really a great, smart. Yeah, that was a really great one. The solid Caesar reference. <laughs> yeah, but how does that relate to salad dressing? It's that Caesar name. dressing. No one, no audience, do not turn on me on this. <laughs> we are never playing this game together, audience. 
Mine was a famous <laughs> we, 80s actor totally that died. Should. All right, maybe we should. Paul Newman! Newman's own. Do, do not play side games with the audience <laughs> mid-podcast. But they got it in one go. They're really good at this. I don't know why you were. <laughs> Stop laughing at me. <laughs> and uh, that's going to do it for uh, what you watch and what you read and what you're playing. <laughs> Guys, we end all of our podcasts with a game, and it is game time. Mm. I'm going to tell you right now, I forgot the game. Uh, we're nice. going to put up the bow and arrow again. <laughs> we should just play... W- because we're not responsible like? enough to have this. <laughs> we're, we're putting up the bow and arrow. What did you bring as a prize? Well, I brought two things, but it, it's kind of a... Uh, we're just giving one person, correct? Yes. yes. Okay, so they can it's, win a, both it's a little package. First, we have a spread the magic uh, bracelets. I have mine right here, but here's a package one, and it's clean. Hmm. Uh-oh. My, my speaker is suddenly playing uh, a game of Missile Command. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> then the uh, second thing I have is uh, the official Spread the Magic DVD, which you can learn over 10 magic tricks uh, with cards. How many over? Over t- 11? <laughs> no. You uh, said over 10. How many over? Is it 11? It's about 11. Let's <laughs> <laughs> It matters what you do with it. I mean, it's really. All, I mean, I could like probably come up said with a dozen. Yeah, well, because like over a hundred, it's like, oh, okay. You you're can, gonna you're watch sure. this and then come back on the show. By the way, Chad's DVD, you know, only taught ten and a half tricks. Um, so yeah, ten tricks, cards, rope, everyday objects, money. Um, it's pretty cool. I teach it to you. It was filmed at the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia. Oh, awesome! Um, now uh, to. Play host versus guest versus audience. We need an audience member, but they need to put up a prize for us to win since we put up all this cool stuff. Who brought a prize? You are. Chad is super Christ like on the cover of this DVD. (laughs) We have a mystery box. Call me Chad, though. Anything else? Or we have mad? Is that Mad Money on DVD? Wait, is that a used Mad Money? Oh, no, it's packaged. Oh, it's fresh. Nice. Gotta love Queen Latifah. I watched part of that at the gym once. (laughs) At the gym? Yeah, it was on in my gym while I was on the treadmill. That must be very inspiring. Uh, Then we have uh, Incredible Hulk. Are those Legos? No, that's like knockoff. Those are little toy things. Okay, that's cool. It's it's the Hulk, and is that Bruce Banner with him? Nice. That's impossible. You never see them in the same place. (laughs) That's not true. That happened a time Anybody else bring anything? Your Back to the Future shirt? No. Back to the Future is my favorite movie. Why not? Come She's on. currently wearing it, Chad. Go to the restroom and change. I mean, it's... <laughs> Chad, Chad, I told you right before the podcast not to tell the women to take their clothes off. <laughs> I, uh, so stop. Okay, I'm sorry. No, so, I'm sorry. I'm never going to so get Chad, invited back again, am I? Chad. Yeah, not likely. No. You might you might get kicked off, uh, <laughs> Chad. The choice is up to you. You have the choice between the Incredible Hulk toys, the Mystery Box, mm. or Can you shake the, the Mystery mad... Box. Shake it. Now there's something. Mm. It's got stuff. It's or, not empty. Or the Mad Money DVD. It might be pants. <laughs> it might be spiders. Is it Back to the Future pants? Oh. Uh... <laughs> have you worn them? <laughs> no. <laughs> Chad, do not have conversations with people without microphones. It makes the same. He said something really funny. Okay, I'm gonna go with 
the Mad Money DVD. Oh, really? Yep. Why not? It's the wackiest gift here so far. There's a box of mysteries. <laughs> but we don't know what it is. That's why it's a mystery. It could have been Mad Money on DVD. <laughs> it could have been well, 30 It's grand. a DVD for a DVD. You, know? you have a weird brain. <laughs> I love movies. Sorry, that's my second love next to magic. Movies. <laughs> you should so, have put a question mark on it. I think yeah, that the, would the question mark would have, would have really sold uh, the uh, mystery box here. Uh, Can we still know what's in there, though? Let me just no, you have to pick it. Now no! you get nothing. Go back. <laughs> Tip, typical magician wanting to know what stuff is done. No, there is no tagging out. What yeah. are you, you Chad has to learn about consequences. <laughs> yeah, Chad's not you gonna can't always get what you want. Oh, okay. I still want, I'm going to figure it out, though. <laughs> you know what? I, I went to school with him. I'm going to find out what's inside that box. I, I am now positive. Oh, there's nothing even in there. I am now positive oh, that oh, Billy okay. D. Calrissian had a legit reason yeah. to slap cards out of his I feel like Chad's Chad hand. wouldn't shut up and then he slapped the cards out of his hand. <sighs> Do you want me to explain Space Camp again? I will. No. <laughs> audience. If, you, audience. If, if, if I open that and it's Space shut Camp up. on DVD, <laughs> I will talk like, to you anymore, be the Chad. happiest person Chad, in the world. I mean, the if that's Space Camp in there, oh, I, I, I'd assume. He's no. sitting right next to me. I know. He's touching my leg. Speak. Were, were we talking about? <laughs> hey, audience! Stop! Stop ruining my speaker! First off, I, I think sorry. he's trying to help. I, it. I was trying to what is what is your name, sir? Uh, hello, my name is Paul. Hi, Paul. Welcome back up here. Newman. Paul Newman. Uh, I don't know. It's okay. okay. Yes. T- talk. Talk again. I want to turn your mic up. Oh, a bit. Okay. There. Uh, hello. Okay. Hi, Hi, Paul. Hello. Uh, Paul. Unfortunately, uh, I had this great game where you, I gave you a magician. You told me uh, where it was from. Oh. But it, uh, are we discussing Flight of the Navigator still, or is that? <laughs> yes, no, I'd love cat. to get in on that. I, I mean, I know Pee Wee Herman was the voice of the robot. That's true, he yes, was. Yeah. It was. That's, that's my. And they're remaking it. I'm super excited. Oh, really? Oh, that's awesome. Is, is that, with Pee Wee Herman being the voice? Herman going to be the voice? But you know, what's the I, word of the day? It, okay. <laughs> oh, if, uh, that ties in really well, actually. When I don't have a game prepared, we have to play my favorite game, uh. which is known for. Chad, let me explain this to you. I'm not sure if you know this, but uh, every person that's on uh, IMDb, mm-hmm. they list that he is known for mm. four things. Wow. And you have to tell me. I'm on IMDb all the time, and I never knew that. Yeah, this that's, is oh, there, oh, yeah. No, no way. I do. I do. I do. So what we're <laughs> going to do is name that tune style. You're going to have to bid how many of the four things... Of the things that they are known for, you're going to be able to name. Okay? Wait, name that tune so you're going to play the theme of the movie? Wow. No. That is incredibly wrong. <laughs> for example, if I said Jim Carrey. Yes. Paul would then bid how many of the four things that he is known for he would be able to name. So he's okay. like, ah, one. Okay. And then Chad, you'd be like, I can name two. And Will's going to be like, name it. And then you'd have to name two of the four things he's known for. Okay. And then if you got it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, Will would get the point for challenging. I think that's a good one. Let's start with okay. Jim Carrey. No, we're not no. going to start. <laughs> well, since you're a magician, we're going to start with Penn Jillette. Okay. So of the... That's, that's a difficult one, though, because... Exactly. He, he does stuff. Exactly. Oh, I know he does stuff. He does like so, every reality TV show in the world. So, Paul, we're going to start with you as your, since you're the audience member. Of the four things that Penn is known for, Penn Jillette, how many can you name? Uh, I'll start small. I'll start with one. Starting with one. Yeah, this. Chad, would you like to go higher? 
I'm going to go with two. Chad's going to go with two. Uh, Chad, name those two. Name those. Okay. First one is Penn and Teller's bullshit. <laughs> There's no cursing on the show, Oh, Chad. sorry. <laughs> BS. There you, there you go. go. Then the second one would have to be uh, Celebrity Apprentice. Okay. All right. Those are your two guesses. Those are my two guesses. All right. Here we go, gang. The the four things that Penn Jillette is known for are Penn and Teller's BS. Nice. Fantasia 2000. <laughs> Self. <laughs> I didn't know that. Invisible Thread. I don't know what that is. That's a it, magic documentary. Okay. And Don't Try This at Home. Mm. Wow. No Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I'm very upset. Wow. He was also in they Drew Carey, too. They five things. What? Penn and Teller, uh, BS, Fantasia, Invisible Thread, Don't Try This at Home. I heard five, too. Oh, yeah, you said yeah, self. He played himself in uh, Fantasia. Okay. Okay. A, he's like, I would have thought they would have put Apprentice on there. I thought Apprentice was a good guess. That was a good one. And he was just in, like, that celebrity Top Chef thing, it, too. Sometimes now. it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't know that one. There's a Bill Maher documentary. Oh, he was in Religious? I haven't seen Religious yet. It's, a, it's also a really <laughs> tough word to say. It is. Uh, so let's do, since he was in the incredible Burt Wonderstone, let's mm. do Steve Carell. Okay. You probably just right. gave one away, though. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just giving reasons. Okay. All right, we're going to start with Chad and go to Paul. Chad, how many Steve do you think Carell. you can name? Think, think into a microphone. How much time do I have to think? Not, not a lot. Not a lot. Okay, I'm gonna go with three. Three. Ooh. Chad's never played the game before. Uh, <laughs> Paul, how many? Do you want to go all four? Uh, played having played the game before, I'm gonna say name it. Nice. All right. <laughs> Solid I, strategy. I need three of the four things that Steve Carell is known for. Uh oh. <laughs> Did you think did, you'd did get you, away with not naming them? Did you pass Ooh, out? Yeah. yeah. I thought you went to oh, him no, first. I, I, yeah, and he wants you to name them. Oh, he wants yeah, me to name them. I'm not doing all four. Okay. No, that's not I'm going to go with a 40-year-old virgin. Okay. Am I allowed to say virgin on the air? You're good. You say virgin. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Dan in real life. Okay. Which is not on there by your reaction. Uh, <laughs> trying to no-sell it. Yeah. And then um, my third one would be... I'm juggling between two. I thought you were going to say the one where he's juggling. I was like, I don't no, know. no, 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 no. All right, I'm just going to say uh, Burt Wonderstone, the incredible Burt Wonderstone. All right. The four things that Steve Carell is known for are The Office. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was an easy one. The 40-Year-Old Virgin. Okay. Nice. Crazy Stupid Love. That was a good one. It was just on TV the other day. And Despicable Me. Wow. Uh, wow. Come on that. now. Cartoons will get you. Yeah. Cartoons will get you every time. So wait, do we have to? How many of these do we have to win to get the three prize? points? Okay, so we have no points right now. Well, no. Will has a point, and, and what point did you get? I for challenging. You. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't remember that. Because <laughs> you were talking about Space Camp. Shh. I'm thinking about Space Camp. Stop thinking about Space Camp. If there's any consolation, you sold me. I want to find this movie now. So It's a good one. Okay. It's a good one. I recommend it. Let's do Christopher Lloyd. Wow. Okay. 
Who are you kidding me? <laughs> Guys, how do you spell Christopher? C R I S T. You really could have just looked up the movie that he's most famous for, and then you would have found him there. Hi, Chris. Guys, I'm dyslexic. This is hard. Okay. Let's try Lloyd. L. D O C B R O W N. There he is. I got it. I got it. Everybody be cool. Everybody be cool. Lloyd. All right, so we're gonna start. With, we're gonna start with Will and then Lloyd go to Paul because okay. it changes direction. Will, of the four things Christopher Lloyd is known for, how many can you name? One. One. What? Uh, Paul. Two. Two. Three. Three. <laughs> Will. Uh, uh, Chad, I'd like you to name those. <laughs> All right, okay. I need, I need three of the four things that Christopher Lloyd is known for. Uh, one is Taxi, TV okay. show. Uh, Back to the Future. Okay. I mean, I could name something else, but I'm going to go with Back to the Future Part 3 Ooh. instead of Part 2. <laughs> the four things that Christopher Lloyd is known for are Back to the Future, Back to the Future Part Two. Okay, he was in Back two? to the still... Future Part Three. He's got them both. And? and who framed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> <laughs> Taxi's the fifth one, though. Solid. There's <laughs> not a fifth one. There's. A, I plead the fifth. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> That's not what that means. I don't think that goes over well on a. Wasn't he in like a kids Hot movie? Angels in the Outfield. Yeah, oh my god, Page Master. Oh, he was Page Master. I love that. Oh my god, Adam's family. He was Uncle Fester. Yes, he was. <laughs> Let's just talk Christopher about Christopher Lloyd. You're wonderful. In Adam's family values as well. Yes, well, true. Yeah. So that's another point for Will. Yeah. Will has two points, so that means we will start with Paul. So and you're go gonna win to... my DVD. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> go I'm to learn Will. them tricks. <laughs> I'm gonna learn all ten. Plus question You're going to sit down with Rudy Real and learn some stuff. <laughs> Who should I pull up here? Pick a girl. Pick a girl? All right, that's fair. All right, easy, <laughs> easy. Um, no request. What's, no request. I don't know any women. Um, <laughs> uh, let's, well, let's do Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan, come on. Meg, pick a better one. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, what is Meg... Dude, oh, that's not better. Jennifer Lawrence. Right, in the opposite direction. All right, we're doing Jennifer Lawrence. Okay, Everyone. Jennifer Lawrence. Everybody relax. Right. Wait, what I... is your problem with Jenna? Is she too wonderful for you? <laughs> yes. You know what? <laughs> too talented and pretty. Just dad. for the game. Just between you and me, Will. Yeah, what? I think I could win this round. Okay? It's a bit all or nothing. Okay. If I win the, I'm, that, sorry, I'm kicking you. That's out. interesting. Yeah. That's, that's, I, I'm the All fourth All right, because we here, start right. with Paul. So, uh, oh yeah, <laughs> Paul's just. Uh, and then we're gonna go to Will. Brown. So I don't All know right. what the strategy is here. Uh, <laughs> ooh. Uh, Paul, what do you think? So it's going to Will next. Yes. Okay, then I'll start with one. All right, good strategy. I'm gonna go to two. Will's gonna go to two. Chad. I'm, I'm gonna go with three. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bold strategy, Cod. <laughs> Oh, am I allowed off. to say like face off or battle or? You what can say it? name it. Yeah. No, you no. You can't just make up rules in the middle of the game. I don't understand the rules to begin with. Can I challenge Clearly. Him to a duel? <laughs> can I just stab him in the heart? Can it be a magic off? <laughs> I'm gonna oh, go with three. I'm sticking to my answer. Three. I'm going to challenge. All right. <laughs> He's challenging my three. Yeah. Yes. You gotta that's... name three. Can't you go first? Because you challenged. 
No, no you everything. It wouldn't, be- it wouldn't benefit this anyone. Entire game. <laughs> I could, but Space I don't think it would benefit from it. Okay, Check. my three. Wizard no, battle. no. no. My turn. My turn to talk. Okay. It's grown uh, like up. Hunger Games, number okay. one. Solid. American Hustle. Okay. And third one. Oh, I know him. I just want to pick a good one. She's like, oh. You should pick the right one. You should pick the one she's known for. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> she's what? known for the Hunger Games. She is. Okay. And then I'm going to go with uh, X-Men First Class. <laughs> I like that Will laughed. I was trying to help him. All right. Yes, the she mo- is known for the Hunger Games. I wonder how many movies there are of those out. The, the four yeah, but I don't things. Wanna, that's like, the it's like saying things. all three Back to the Futures. Which, yeah, but which yeah. would have been correct? <laughs> correct answer. In, in Chad's defense, X-Men First Class was really I'm trying good. to make it more fun. <laughs> <laughs> we just love watching you lose. Uh, the four things that Jennifer Lawrence is known for are The Hunger Games. Nice. The Hunger Games Catching Fire. How about that? Silver Linings Playbook. Oh, that was a good one. And Winter's Bone. Ooh. What? I don't know what that is. <laughs> it was her first movie? Uh, but wait, what did she win the Oscar for? Uh, Silver's Lining Playbook. No. Oh, that was, Winter's Silver, yeah, it was for Silver Linings, yeah. yeah. All right. So, uh, two for Paul, two for Will, nothing from Chad. Doesn't that mean you win? Because no, that was part I of our... three. I know, but I said I was going to win. Stop and you... changing the rules, Chad! <laughs> I'm just this, Chad. I don't want to be on the show anymore. Thanks, two of us. Everyone's yelling at me. <laughs> You're not allowed to be part of Captivate him anymore. Oh, no, I need the money. <laughs> I just wanted to meet Billy D. Williams. Have him slap the oh comedy God. out of my Let's hands. Let's do Billy D. Williams. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, I think I could do this. I'm gonna actually not. I'm not gonna call him Billy D. Calrissian, so his name will show up. Where is Billy, Billy D. Williams, Williams on this? Uh oh, he's not on IMDb. <laughs> I heard he was a cop. He's too good. He's like up there with Chuck Norris. So they took him out. Billy D. Williams. There's so many Williams. Uh, no, I didn't. I it think D is two D or uh, two E's. Just so you know, is Billy D. D. Yeah, no, Billy two E's. D. Two E's. Like a, like Billy the name D. D. All right, All right Billy D E E. I actually just saw a William or yeah. Billy D D E. Our audience is getting restless. Yeah. That's Pick another he's, guy. Yeah, he's not there. He's not there at all. I think it was just a bag. Oh, there he is. He's oh. all the way at the bottom. Billy D. Williams. All the way Does the not bottom. have a picture. Save the best for last. How does he not have a picture? All right. I hope this is a different Billy D. Williams. <laughs> <laughs> He's known for nothing. It's the correct one. All right. So, Will, we start with you, and then we're going to go to Paul. I'm, hmm. I'm going to say two. Ooh, he's going to two. Will, playing with some strategy here. I'm going to have to, let's see. Oh, see, I know this game. That's the problem. Because <laughs> uh, part of me wants to be like, oh, challenge accepted. But the other, ah, all right. You know what? I'm pretty sure both 
that I'm thinking of that I, you're, other ones you're thinking of. So I'm going to have to, if I have any chance to win this, I have to say three. Oh, play with strategy. I have to say three. Mm. Chad, do you want to challenge or do you want to name all four <laughs> things? I'm going to challenge. Oh, you figured Good. it out. Good. <laughs> I only figured it out because you asked. <laughs> Paul, this is, Paul, this is for the game. All right. All right. So let's try this. All right. So we have Star Wars Episode Five. We're using the correct numerals here. Star Just call Wars it Empire Strikes Back. Uh, well, call well, it what Empire, it's called. Right, Empire Strikes Back. Return, Thank you. Right, sorry. Everybody's real Return, testy today. Oh, okay. <laughs> Return of the Jedi. And then uh, this is my stretch one. I'm going to say The People versus George Lucas. What? Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's, that's Star firm. Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back. Star Wars Episode Six: The Return of the Jedi. Batman. Yes, I would have gotten it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I forgot he was in that. Yeah. Harvey Dent. Uh, that's right. He wasn't Harvey Dent. Yes, he was. Yeah, he was? Yeah. Wow. Batman. And Batman Guiding Light. Ooh. Wow. That was none of the ones I was, I was thinking of Brian's song. <laughs> you was know? he in that? Yeah. No, but it's a good it was movie. Him and I James wanted to Con. say it. Both, both him and James Conn were in it. Yeah. I didn't know that. I love you, Brian Piccolo. <laughs> Well, that's a point for Chad, and this game has to continue. Uh, I don't need to challenge him. So, I need another name. Who do you guys want to do? Wait, we get the pick? No, these guys. Oh, those guys. Um, I don't even know who that is. Uh, well, then you won't do well at this. <laughs> no, seriously. Norman Reedus would have been good if, if Chad knew who he was. He doesn't. He's not going to get any of them right anyway. Ever watched a thing. <laughs> Uh, let's but can you explain it. to me who that is, though? I might. Are we not doing it, Norman? Re- he's Boondock Saints. Oh, uh, let's do Philip Seymour Hoffman. The oh, Walking yeah. Dead. Well, that's a current topic. Yeah, The Walking Dead. Do you, are you aware of that? The show. Yes, Boondock Saints too. Mm. And that would have been my three picks, and I bet they would have won. All right. What the hell else has he done? <laughs> oh, that's right. He did the voiceover Bye. for it. All right. Philip Seymour Hoffman's a good one. <laughs> All right. Philip Seymour Hoffman, starting with Will. This is a memory of him. Going to Chad. Mm. The four things uh, (laughs) Philip Seymour Hoffman is known for. How many can you name? I'm going to say one. It's going to go one. Two. Chad goes two. Challenge. 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 Chad. Okay. You've been batting zero all night. My two. You can do this. Are almost famous. Okay. And Capote. 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 All right. It's yeah. a good one. The four things that Philip Seymour Hoffman is known for are Mission Impossible 3. <laughs> yeah. He was no, the rabbit's is. foot. He was the whole thing with the rabbit's foot. That would have been my third one. <laughs> Moneyball. Ugh. Before the devil knows you're dead. Oh, my gosh. These are horrible. And the big Lebowski. Ah, oh, he won an Oscar for Capote. Oh, no. I know Capote would have been mine. Capote yeah, would have been say, mine that's... as well. And then I, I just remember when like he was originally Dragon. in uh, Twister. He was like not even a very good actor. Yeah, in Twister. he was in Twister. Yeah, he was like the, he was the wacky yeah. guy with the van. Mm-hmm. And I, I know. Uh, and he long my, hair. My boy Carrie Elwes is also the bad guy. Yes, in the evil guy. Yeah, he's he's the, the uh, evil the, Twister the, hunter. He's the tornado chaser. Well, these balls are winner, yeah. Paul. Here's your crossbow. Oh, sweet. Oh. I've waited to hear those words my entire Wait, life. Does he get yes. this, too? Yes. Yeah. Oh, nice. And Give it up Maddie. for Paul, everyone. Give it up for Paul. Thank you. No. 
No, Chad. He doesn't care about it. What a horrible disappearing thing you did. <laughs> no one at home who's listening knows that. It's true. <laughs> you could have just right. played it off like it was amazing. We <laughs> have to get going, so Chad... I'm staying right here, and I'm finishing my story about Space Camp. All right, well, there won't be a microphone on, but go before, ahead. Before you do that, do you have anything you need to plug? Um, no, I'm just very yes, excited. you do. You do. Well, I mean, I do, but... <laughs> I'm just very excited to start this new company. If you are interested um, in having our services for any of your events, like I said once again, we have magicians, mentalists, DJs, jugglers, de- um, motivational speakers, comedians. Um, so it's great for colleges, private events, corporate events, things like that. Uh, please check out our website, CaptivateEm.com. Once again, that's CaptivateEm.com. And Plus Two Comedy is part of our services. Yeah, if you want to so, book us, you can do it through CaptivateEm.com. Yeah, just by this uh, podcast, you can see how funny these guys are. <laughs> so they will be great in person, and they could develop a whole show customized to fit the theme of your events. That is 100% so, true. Yes. You got a Twitter, Chad? Um, Captivatum has a Twitter. All right. Captivate EM. I also have a Twitter, too, Chad Juros yep, on Twitter. Cool. Facebook, um, LinkedIn, all that stuff. All right. Check out the links below. Uh, Will, anything to add? No, I'm good. All right, cool. Before we get out of here, i got to go over programming. Uh, Next week, that's going to be February 13th, we're going to have John Minus from the Decepticomics here, along with special guest host Ramon Bender. Because Will will not be here. You might remember him from the Slash Fiction World Championships. Uh, On the 20th, also from the Slash Fiction World Championships, it'll be Nikki Black. Nikki Black is going to be here. And then on the 27th, this recently changed, so listen up. Uh, it's going to be the Character Select Showcase 2 featuring who was supposed to be, uh, uh, I guess, future guest Stephen Bryan, past guest Chris Labrizi, and past guest Brad Geiger will be here. Really? Yes, Brad Geiger's doing awesome. Wait, 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 wait. So you, have, you invite guests back? To do stand-up. Yeah. I could, I could do stand-up. <laughs> All right. And the stand-up <laughs> stylings from Chad Jerry. <laughs> that's, that's how Banachek got booked. All right, sure, Chad. <laughs> you want to do five Wait, minutes? Wait, Banachek? Derek Banachek? Oh, I know a magician named Banachek. Oh. He's a mentalist. He can read your mind. It's pretty awesome. Chad, do you want to come back and do five <laughs> minutes of comedy on the 27th? Absolutely not. <laughs> Guys, despite this previous podcast, please like us on Facebook. Give us five stars on iTunes. That really helps. Also on Stitchers, giving us reviews there is really helpful. Also, vote for us on PodcastLand.com. And watch Camp Space Camp. We'd like to thank Ben Affleck for making the show possible and keeping the streets of Gotham City safe. This is the Plus Two County Podcast. Thank you so much. All right, so who who does the chick from Back to the Future play in Space Camp? She plays like the older camper. She's, uh, not, she's the, not the specialist. She's not the specialist, no. Okay, who plays but she's specialist? like the cute older camper. Ah, See, Will understands yeah, my lingo. That was giving us dirty looks. Yeah. This is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Thank you so much. (laughs) Don't keep doing a podcast after I end the show. Captivate him, Doc. Shut up, Chad. This episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast is brought to you by Captivatum.com. 
your source for music, game shows, magicians, hypnotists, and comedians like Plus Two Comedy. You can check that out at CaptivateEm.com. That's CaptivateEm.com. That's C-A-P-T-I-V-A-T-E-E-M.com. Captivateem.com.